Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is episode 37, a special episode because there's a lot of things that are going on around our country right now. Some stunning announcements, some developments, some stories yet to be completed, uh, namely Iowa. Well, the big news of today is uh, Mitt Romney. Utah Senator Mitt Romney has voted to convict President Trump, or rather he has made his decision known uh, that in about 90 minutes time, as he casts his vote on the floor of the United States Senate, that he will cast a vote of guilty uh, when it comes to the first article of impeachment, abuse of power. He asserts that the president uh, so used the power and trusted him in his office to enrich himself or bolster himself up politically or personally. And that the offenses along those lines are sufficient to cast a, a vote of guilty. That is what it is expected uh, Senator Romney will do today. That puts him in a league of his own right now. He is the only Republican expected to be voting in this in this manner. And uh, it's an interesting thing. I'm going to, throughout the course of today's program, ask for your help on a number of fronts. I want to know what you think about this. What's your reaction to this decision by Mitt Romney? Our text line is 57500. That's the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line. 57500. Send me your thoughts there. Did the senator, Senator Mitt Romney, is he making the right decision or the wrong decision and why? 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I'm also going to introduce a new number to you today because I want to hear uh, I want to hear what you have to say in your own words and in your own voice. We have a, a phone number here at the radio station where we're able to collect uh, voicemails. And we'll uh, uh, do what we can to later on in today's program share those with you. Here's the phone number. You ready? It's 801 801- Five seven five seven six six eight. I'd like you uh, to call that number and let me know what you feel about this announcement from Utah Senator Mitt Romney to vote to convict the president on one of these articles of impeachment, effectively uh, communicating to us and the world and the president that he deems him unfit for office and he ought to be removed. Now, one last way I'd like you to weigh in on this is via my Facebook page. It's Lee Lonsberry. You'll find that on Facebook. I've posted uh, just now an article written by a colleague of mine, Matt Brown, where he talks about uh, Romney's rationale for why he's making that decision. Uh, I posted a link to that to my Facebook page as well as a question which asks very simply, is Utah Senator Mitt Romney making the right decision in choosing to convict the president? That's three ways you have to communicate to this radio station and to me. 
57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. 801-575-7668 is the voicemail line, and you can find me on Facebook. I don't just ask, uh, so that it looks like I have a big giant audience weighing in. Here's what I'm going to do with your responses. I'm going to compile them. I'm going to copy and paste all the text, put them into a document. I'm going to do the same for the Facebook comments, and I will, in MP3 form, uh, collect all of these in an email. And I'm going to share that email with the communications staff and with the office of uh, Senator Mitt Romney. I'm going to share your comments directly with them. Uh, and maybe we'll get a response. Maybe we won't. Uh, but I used to work in, 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 this, in that field. I was a communications guy. Uh, for the past five years before they gave me this program, I worked back in Washington, D.C. as a director of communications for a member of Congress. Uh, and when you receive communications uh, like this on matters such as this, sometimes they can get uh, lost. Uh, the volume can be so high uh, and concentrated that it's difficult to keep track of it all. Well, let me see what I can do to help you. Uh, let's see if you and I together uh, can communicate our views and our positions to the to the senator. Now, you, you can react a number of ways to this. Uh, for many of you, and I can see these texts coming in, they're pouring in right now. Uh, and it, it's split. Uh, one here says he's making the wrong decision. Uh, and then here's one that came moments after that one. I'm so glad Senator Romney is standing up for integrity and making the right decision. So glad he is my senator. All of those comments I want to put together, compile, and share uh, with the senator's office. Now, let's go back a little bit. How did we find this out? How did we come to know that the senator is voting in this fashion? Well, he, on the floor of the United States Senate today, for about 10 minutes, spoke and communicated this. At this stage of the impeachment trial... The senators are given time uh, to share their positions. I want to, in the few moments of this segment remaining, share with you what Senator Romney had to say as he made this announcement. Senator Lee also spoke on the floor of the U.S. Senate today. And Senator Lee will join us just after 1 o'clock. I'm going to ask him uh, two things. First off, how do you react to this announcement by your colleague, Senator Romney? And then, of course, we'll talk to him, too, about uh, how he responded and how he uh, received the State of the Union address last night by the president, which I would point out, Senator Romney, uh, he put out a, a comment, a statement rather, following the State of the Union address just yesterday and had some praising terms for the president. In fact, some of those comments were forward-looking. So it's interesting today that in contrasting that uh, praise of yesterday that he makes it known uh, his intention to vote to acquit and remove from office the president of the United States. Let me just rapid fire play for you uh, some of the comments shared by Senator Romney during his time on the floor in the United States Senate today. Given that in neither the case of the father nor the son was any evidence presented by the president's counsel that a crime had been committed, the president's insistence that they be investigated by the Ukrainians is hard to explain other than as a political pursuit. There's no question in my mind that were their names not Biden, the president would never have done what he did. The senator goes on to describe the role of the senators in this case. The defense argues that the Senate should leave the impeachment decision to the voters. While that logic is appealing to our democratic instincts, it is inconsistent with the Constitution's requirement that the Senate, not the voters, try the president. Lastly, before a break, I want to share with you what Romney said along the lines of duty. My vote will likely be in the minority in the Senate. But irrespective of these things, with my vote, I will tell my children and their children that I did my duty to the best of my ability, believing that my country expected it of me. Not long after that comment, Senator Romney 
in his explanation of why he will later this afternoon vote to convict the president, cast a vote of guilty. He described an oath that he made before God. I'll share that with you in the next segment here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.